Hi, I'm Rob Duffy. You're watching The Ship It Show. I'm here today with Tammy Perkins, Chief People Officer at Fury, a great company based here at Galvanize with us. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, scaling and growing your team, your tech team, and some of the cultural issues that happen when you do that. I think it's uh, often the case where uh, teams are looking to expand their capabilities in software development and they bring in new people, they bring in new ideas, they bring in new thinking, which is very welcome and very productive, but there's also sometimes cultural issues that you, that you face when you bring in new people. And sometimes you're bringing them into an environment that doesn't have a strong tech culture already. And I think we've talked uh, a little bit before we came in here about three ways that you can, you can help with that transition and, and three ways that you can help uh, develop a team and grow a team quickly while making sure that it's, that it's successful. So we talked about uh, diversification of the roles and the people that you're hiring and making sure that you're hiring uh, not for your strengths but for your weaknesses, I think, is one of the things you said. Uh, and then empowering those people when they're coming in and then also being open to change. So uh, first of all, thanks very much for coming on the show. It's great having you here. Thanks for inviting me. What, uh, what, so when we talk about uh, diversification in, in hiring, what, what does that mean? And, and how do you diversify the roles when you're thinking about tech? One of the key factors to success is making sure that you don't hire people just like you. Right. Um, in, instead of hiring for a culture fit, look for a culture add. The missing voice that's at the table, uh, someone that will um, add different skills or credibility to the team and different experiences. Um, that will help drive innovation and new ideas um, as you continue to evolve and um, people will uh, learn and, and grow from different experiences. Some of the things I've seen here, uh, people often hire to your point to their strengths and they end yeah. up with a very undiversified uh, table of opinions and that's yeah. difficult, especially in tech. Uh, because your the interview process is so in depth and and is is very um, focused on how that person fits culturally. You talk about that cultural fit. So how do you balance that need for someone that fits with the team culture, but then brings something to the culture in the in that process of hiring? Um, in the hiring process, it, it's very important to map out the critical skills that you need for that role and. Um, role definitions, establishing what some of the uh, key capabilities the team is missing, what that role will um, bring to uh, the team, and um, also you know focus on some of the skill sets um, that will future-proof the company, um, not just for today, but hiring for the um, the new skills that you need on the team. Right, and I think. Uh, when you talked earlier about hiring for your cultural, uh, not deficiencies, but not hiring <laughs> to your strengths, hiring to your weaknesses, yeah. one of the hardest things when we were setting up this team was actually identifying the weaknesses, right? Like that's right. a really introspective <laughs> process. Like where is the team weak and where, where can we improve is actually an exercise that not many people are deliberate or intentional about going through. They just kind of like, well, I know well, this is my weaknesses, but no one's actually sat down in a meeting and said, okay, let's map out and enumerate where are we strong and where are we weak as a team and how do we supplement the areas where we're weak and not reinforce the areas where we're strong. I think that's an interesting exercise. Yeah, and um, hiring for individual strengths will help the team because you, people will be inspired to perform, um, 
you know, when you're doing something that's in your sweet spot, it is motivating, uh, it's from an employee perspective, you're amplifying that person's superpower from a team perspective, you're leveraging the strength of others and um, focusing on what makes everyone unique will bring more to the team. Great. And then the other thing, uh, the, the other se the second of the three things was empowering the people that you bring on. Uh, and this, I think, speaks to the superpower that you just mentioned. Like, how do you make sure that people that you're bringing on are em empowered to succeed? Uh, the decision-making process and giving people the opportunity to fail fast and make decisions. Um, what I've learned is sometimes a fear of failure prevents people from being successful. Um, giving people the empowerment to make decisions, to drive forward, and um, having having a culture where you're ask you're asking feedback and you're empowering the team to be able to make decisions and come come to you as a leader with decisions and it's not all top down it's bottoms up what uh how are some of the ways that you can do that like what i know you mentioned uh empowering people to to make those decisions and i know you mentioned talking about um the uh ways that uh, you can uh, ensure that you fail fast. And, and I think the other one's continuous learning or, or making sure that there's a good culture of learning. What are your thoughts there? Um, it, in terms of learning, it, it's crucial so that you avoid groupthink and people are continuing to learn new skills and, and they're bringing new ideas to the table. Um, role modeling that from a team, you know, having different types of um, processes within the team or, or mechanisms where you're sharing out, you know, the, here's here's some new things that I, I learned this week, or, you know, and it could be something that is outside of the particular project the team's uh, uh, working on. It can be something that is uh, sharpening their skill set right. as they continue to evolve. Okay, and the third, the, uh, the, the third thing uh, the, we mentioned as a critical thing is being open to change. This is an interesting one. What are your thoughts here? Um, as, as you scale a team, flexibility is critically important to your growth. It helps you future-proof the operation, uh, the um, company. If you have people who have a learner mindset and they're agile, um, they will be able to scale with new ideas for the future. Um, so that you can look at that through the hiring process and, and um, hire for the future versus hiring for the particular role that you have, people that will continue to scale. Um, also through your um, development process, asking, um, you know, asking the team, you know, what are, what are some ways that um, we can be better, you know, continuous feedback and improvement is um, important for a team to be able to scale. How do you, I've, I often find that when I'm building a new team, I have an image in my head of what that role is gonna be. I sell someone on that role, 
then they hit the ground and within the first two weeks everything changes because what I envisioned the role was going to be is different from what's actually needed and the, the role shifts. How do you deal with those shifts? Like That seems like such a common scenario when you're growing a team and you're not just swapping out an existing role. Like how, What's the best way to deal with those? Um, well, first of all, hire for the future. <laughs> Make sure that uh, you hire people who are scrappy and agile enough where they can evolve. And, uh, you know, so what what got you here today won't get you there for the future. And think about people who are resourceful enough if, if the role changes or you triple in size um, or sell a new product or, or do something completely different that people will be able to evolve and, and adapt. Um, so my, my biggest advice on hiring is don't hire for that particular role, hire for people who can scale with your company. Right, so hire a person and put them in a role. It is difficult though when you've sold that person on the role and then you know you leave it for a little period. How do you approach that conversation with people when, when you realize that the role has changed uh, or the need has changed and the role isn't quite the same and that's, that can be a difficult conversation sometimes. When you're thinking about building for the future, look at some of the long-term strategies that you have. And I would recommend selling candidates and your, your existing employees on the future right. and on the values that you have for the company and what your long-term strategy is. Um, if you get really narrowly focused on a particular role, you may miss out on some of the great things that are going to happen in the future. And right. your your company and, and some of the opportunities that will exist in the future, you know, build your team around that. I think tech is uniquely positioned in, in that fact that the, the roles kind of change and ebb and flow it's almost like pouring water on a, on a cracked floor, you know, like they head in one direction and they drop off and then they go, like the water tries to yeah. find where the right opportunities are. And I think that's the same in tech where the, an organization evolves and different things become important over time and you're hiring that fungibility is, is really important. Yeah. And I think maybe setting those expectations up front is important as well, you know, like this is gonna change, this is the role now, but in three months time, this is a different role. Um. Well, hiring for tech organizations, uh, one of the key things that I tell people is the one thing that you can expect to remain the same is change. There will constantly <laughs> be change, and uh, we need talent who will be able to evolve with that change. Amazing. Uh, so one last thing I wanted to cover off real quick is um, people bringing cultures to an organization. Um, oftentimes, uh, we see with some of the people that we work with that a solution to a tech capability is hiring a very senior person or senior people and bringing their expertise to the table. And sometimes they come with their own very strong embedded <laughs> cultural opinions about how things should change. And sometimes the, the culture within the company isn't non-existent, but it's it's weaker than the strength of the opinions that are being brought in. And what are some of the things that a company can do uh, to help make sure that transition is the same? Like how how do you make sure those the minds meet as it were, and that the the identity of that team, but also the skills and the the knowledge that person is bringing is sort of merged and in, in a successful way. That's when you anchor the leadership values as a part of your organization, um, not just what 
they do, but how they do it and, and how they deliver. And, and that becomes a key success factor. And, and it's not just words that you have in your handbook or something that's on your website. You live right. it and you breathe it and you own it. And that's how you define success. And, and that is a non-negotiable trait that experienced <laughs> leaders come in. And while they bring this great depth of experience, they're also a part of the leadership values that you're company role models and and they need to role model that as well but you need to have them written down and you need to internalize them first and then you can bring that person award and then you can say this is this is the way that we do things yes and here are examples of what success looks like when you do this and here are examples of when you aren't <laughs> role modeling these behaviors or even a good a good approach maybe we haven't quite figured out what this means in a tech organization you know we're a shoe manufacturer we haven't quite figured out what this this core uh, uh, competency or vision statement means for a tech organization can you help us figure that out and then in collaboratively you're helping merge the two cultural elements of that leader in the company perfect fantastic <laughs> well thanks very much for coming on the show it's been Thank great you. having you here thanks for having me